the Streams Podcast. Cross the Streams Podcast. Kip and Kane. Season 4 is here. New content in all our favorite segments like Listen Up, Hometown Heroes, Useless Full Information, Calling Men In, and many more. The Ion Brothers are back, everybody. Cross the Streams podcast, a useless full information segment. Uh, Coach Jack Martino and Kane are both here with us today. Gentlemen, how are we? Coach Martino, how you doing? Very good, thank you. Kane, John? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm just, <laughs> just, surviving, just surviving over here. I'm slowly but surely, I feel like losing my, not necessarily losing my mind, but uh, I, I'm, it's going to be interesting to see how I interact with other people uh, <laughs> when, we, when we finally get out of this whole thing. You know, I've, I feel like I'm losing interpersonal skills by the day, <laughs> and I'm, I'm starting to get to that, that I, I, I communicate really well with my daughter now, and that's starting to scare me oh, because my daughter is not even two years old, but her and I are on the same page in a lot of ways right now, and it's a, it's a little scary. Your Avish, so, your Avish translation is through the roof right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, we're, we're having full-blown conversations. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, she's, she's really in depth, man. She's really, uh, she's got this whole, this whole life thing figured out. And, uh, uh, that's I'm a great point, though. I'm emulate her as much as I possibly can. Stay, Coach Martino, have you guys, what have you guys done with the social distancing? Have you seen other people? Have you talked to other this, people? First off, hurry up, because it's the longest I've been away from food in about four or five days <laughs> there's nothing left in this house and now i gotta go we went to winco the other day and those lines were around the much 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 people want to call in sick yeah we were lined up around that store four feet away from everybody oh uh, <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yes i i needed to get some chicken i needed to get something right i'm dying over here the i went into safeway the other day and i felt like i was a navy seal going behind enemy lines because I went in there with a plan, guys, and I forgot my list. And I was oh, no. I was trying to get in and out as fast as possible, and I got frazzled by all the all the people in there that either were on the same level of anxiety as me or the complete opposite and were making comments yeah. like, I'll believe it when I see zombies, you know what I mean, Bob? And I was just like, go fuck yourself. And I had keep Yes, and then the, the my checker at the Safeway line was hacking up a lung, and she was doing her best to cough into her elbows. But I immediately, yeah. I immediately changed check lines. Yeah. And huh, uh huh, and I just was frazzled. I forgot five of the things Kelly sent me in there for, and I was like, I had to get out alive. I had to get out alive. I wish I could have seen your face. That's all I wish I could. Have. I was so mad, but I didn't want to breathe. Yeah. So I was just like. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's something, man. I and not, we're not trying to make light of it. We all believe in the social distancing. But Kane, I yeah, think yeah. you're right. I we were encountered some folks at the park yesterday, and we did yeah. talk to them, but we did all maintain our distance. And if yeah, anybody cool. closed the distance down, there were some small shuffles. You know, like <laughs> you were inadvertently <laughs> trying to wait. Hold, 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 hold yourself there, yeah. John. So man, I'm telling you, and there's no doubt. My wife went to the. the uh, went to Albertsons the other day and she came back and she said that there was somebody in the, the checkout line that was closing in on the six feet. Oh. And, and I was just, in my mind, I just, I just picture myself into, I could see her doing it too, just turning and yelling. <laughs> hey, six feet! Six feet! Come on! Holy 
personal space invaders anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And so hopefully yeah. in the in the end that we're all better because of this. And that's one area that we can all get better is just uh, hey, stay out of my personal space. Yep. Yeah. When it's all said. That's that. a gr- that's a great outcome. That's a positive spin. Better yeah, bubbles. Figure it out. Maybe clouds are not going to figure it out. Still going to be in your face. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Especially the, the positive outlook. The, uh, the the worst guys are the ones that they're fine when they're under normal circumstances, but you get some alcohol in them, and oh. the next thing you know, they are just all in your face and close talking the hell out of you. Bro hugs. And it's just yeah. you, you get that beer breath all in your face, and it's just uh, they have to touch you when they're conversating with you. And so, yeah, there, there's some, hopefully there's some habits that certain people pick up uh, over the course of this time, however long. Um, you know, there's some things that people can do while they're home isolated that I think that's going to make everyone better in the long run. Martino, yeah. what are, with yeah. you guys empty nesting, how are you checking in on your grown-up kids? We're, uh, we're empty nesting, although my daughter uh, bought a house, but she's got a roommate to help her make uh, her mortgage payment, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, her roommate comes home the other day, she works, the roommate works for DHS, my daughter works for uh, OSU, she's working from home. DHS roommate comes home and says, I might have been exposed oh, to shit. somebody. My daughter just dead sprint out of the house <laughs> and headed headed here. Oh, no. That makes anything. <laughs> She's uh, going to come give it, it to you guys. It was, yeah, well, what have you just done? You just made it work. Idiot. But it, it, it worked out fine. She overreacted. The other girl overreacted. And my daughter overreacted. It was all good. Uh, nobody, was, nobody was exposed. Nobody was sick. So. She stayed here for 24 hours and left. So, uh, yeah, but that, that's empty estimate. I painted the deck yesterday. That's, oh, that's get out nice. Projects. That's it. I'm eight. Go ahead, Coach. Yeah, an eight. <laughs> an eight. Nice. <laughs> nice. I was, uh, I was trying to figure out, am I supposed to be eating the stuff that is perishable now and saving all these, not, you know what I mean, the frozen stuff for later? What's the order of my consumption? Because uh, where does and where do the Oreos fit on that? I'm not used to thinking of that because I have not thought of any of that. I just <laughs> grabbed it and shoved it down my belly. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing the amount of snacking that that one does when you have nothing else going on. Oh, yeah, man, so many, so many snacks. Are you guys? Let me ask you this, and then we'll get to our topic of the day. But do you guys? Did you have like I had a lot of my friends say, "Hey, they're going to go shelter in place in Oregon soon. You better hit the liquor store." And I had no, de- I had no desire to hit the liquor store. Am I off? I just don't feel like shelter in place, hungover sounds awful. That sounds terrible. That sounds absolutely terrible. Now, if you don't have to, if you have zero responsibilities the next day, it maybe would be okay. Yeah. But with the, the two kids in our in my household and three in yours, I don't feel like being being hungover is the worst thing in the world as a parent. In my yep. opinion. Like, yes. I, I, we, my wife and I experimented with the whole hangover thing last year um, after she had her birthday, and we had our my mom, Kip's mom. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, thanks. We were, yeah. We got related, yeah. Yep. Anyway, um, she came up, babysat Ava, who was young at the time, right? And uh, we went out that night with some friends for the birthday, and one thing led to another, and we had a few too many. Uh, it felt really good at the time, but then the next morning came really, really fast. <laughs> and and mom, 
mom got out of there instantly. <laughs> like, I don't know if he punched out. I'm telling you, I think she just was like, you know what? I'm going to teach you two idiots a lesson about how this thing rolls. And she was out, gone, see ya. And we struggled through that day like I've never struggled through a day. Like, just took turns trying to find ways to nap in between. And, and I, mean, it, I can only imagine right now trying to do that with, because right then it was relatively easier because you could just put her down and she would she would sleep or just be yeah. stationary. Yeah. Now that she is absolutely mobile and, as I stated earlier, wants to have deep conversations with us, there is, there's no way in hell I want to deal with that. Yeah. I'm at, I don't think we even have beer. Kelly was like, hey, if you go in there, if you do make a run to the grocery store, go to the wine. And I was like, I don't, and that's on the last part of my mission. It's the last part of my mission. <laughs> not high on the priority list. No, no, not at all. The coach, you got any whiskey? Uh, I do, and I got nothing to get ready for the next day. But, <laughs> but I, good it, for it, you. It takes too much for me to, to, to get blasted, and I didn't feel like drinking that much of it. Plus, I was eating all the time. So you got but, a good I mean, base? I can, I want to be able to sit out when I'm, but I'm allowed to get out the door. I want to be able to fit. I'm not sure. I might have to Vaseline the hit. I'm not sure I get out of here. Oh, oh COVID nineteen, twenty twenty. What a year, huh? What a year. <laughs> I'm telling you, twenty twenty is off to such a great start, man. It's it's, uh, it's been an amazing, amazing year so far. So keep it going, twenty twenty. You guys got all your players lined up for next year, right? You got nothing. Are you still looking for players? Oh, it's still all virtual recruiting, Coach. I've been on a lot of Zooms, a lot of Zoom calls, and a lot of text threads. Yeah. Yeah, it's – for us, we we had our class signed in February, um, the last of the 2020 class, but now we're on to the 2021s. Yeah. And and so that's the thing. Nowadays, recruiting never stops. Right. And so it's it's just constant and – Hence why Huddle has been uh, yeah. on on the TV screen or the monitor a majority of this time, and, and will continue to do be so. And then uh, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's a nonstop situation. But you know, hey, there no were there were visits. No. I think there were some visits happening still across the country in Hoopside. I think those have all smartly been stopped. We stopped all yeah. our visits, you know, a week ago, if not, I, it feels like it's been a month, but it's been like, what, seven real days of yeah, keep your good. ass at home. So mm-hmm. yeah, we just told, we had three visits the end of March and April that we were signed up. And so we'll kind of transfer those to virtual for the time being and try to keep people mm-hmm. entertained through the screen. been reading some how to do a zoom, right? You know, I got a virtual background now. That's the Bearcat logo when you're talking wow. to me. So that's a whole nother level. You know, I give myself an A there. Wow. Yeah, say that again now. You did what? So you got a Zoom, right? It's like a Skype, but Zooms. Yep. But you can right. put in your background now, you look like, you know when they interview somebody on ESPN or MSNBC? Yeah. I got yeah. that dialed. Now it's the big Bearcat head on a basketball, cardinal background, and Kip's face no just talking to you. Yeah. Mm. couple clicks of the button, YouTube how-to video. I got time. You know, I got so, time. Yeah. So, you, so it's like, Behind you, virtually behind you. Yes. Yes. Unreal. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool deal. That's cool. Yeah, and that's a good that conversation cool. starter when you get on there with families. Like, what in the hell is this about? Well, let me tell you, Willamette, we're always looking for answers. We're trying to innovate. <laughs> 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 hey, let's take a let's take a quick break and we'll launch into our useless. 
Across the Streams podcast is available now via SoundCloud or the Apple Podcast app. And be sure to follow us across our social media platforms on Instagram at CTS Podcast, on Twitter and Facebook at Cross the underscore stream. All right, we're back. Now, I texted you guys a couple days ago. You both were in. Um, and I said, let's do a useful information on basketball, uh, athletes that we all had an irrational level of fandom about. So guys or gals that we thought were really good and really factually, they probably weren't as good as like just an, a, an emotional attachment to that doesn't make any sense. And Kane, full disclosure, I told Martino this, I cheated a little bit. Because I started a text string with a couple of groups of mine, text threads that we're all probably on. And I said, hey, let's do uh, ducks that we liked that weren't very good, but we liked them anyway. And send pictures. So I got a couple from that that I think are really good. But I'm going to start it off. Okay. And you guys both know me well enough. So you know this one is probably, if there was like a fan club or like a emotional support group. Of where you go for like, are there five people in the world that still think Eddie Jones got a raw deal in the Kobe thing? <laughs> Kip's there. We got a little Motel 6 conference center going. We're there. So mine is Eddie Jones. Okay, now listen. Eddie Jones played 14 years in the NBA, right? Three-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA defensive player. Okay, with the Lakers, he was an all-star, and obviously the Lakers made the right choice. After his fourth year, they they got swept in the Western Conference Finals by the Jazz, and they shipped yeah. his ass to make room for Kobe as the starter. And everybody in the yeah. world knows that was really smart. Jerry West, well done. They got yeah. Glenn Rice back, and they sent him to the Hornets. Kip took his poster down. I was a sophomore yeah. at Willamette. I had a poster of Eddie, Shaq, and Kobe together standing side by side. And I cut that motherfucker. I cut it and left Co- uh, I cut Eddie out, threw the rest of the poster away, um, and was visibly, you can ask my roommates, I had a, a, a triple with a couple, friend, a couple teammates, and I was visibly distressed for a good week and a half at them trading Eddie. And hey, now, in my defense... He did lead the Hornets in scoring. Then he led the Heat in scoring. The problem was Eddie never came up big in the playoffs. He always shrunk. Game seven, he he posted in the Pistons with Shaq, D. Wade, Eddie Jones. He goes two for nine. That's kind of how he rolls. When they got swept in the Western Conference Finals by the Jazz when he was the Lakers, he got his ass kicked by Jeff Hornacek. I was always there to defend him, said he needed more touches. (laughs) Always. So that's how I start off. Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones was a very good NBA player. But the Lakers made the right move in picking an all-time great in Kobe. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I can't. You're you're 100% right as far as your fandom of Eddie Jones. And uh, in turn, just being in the same household with you, I had to... (laughs) Uh, endure that fandom stage of your life yep. and in turn I in turn, I had to somewhat root for not necessarily root for him but I followed Eddie Jones because of that and um, yeah I always felt like he was overrated but you know, whatever. <laughs> I think uh, Bill Simmons the sports guy referred to him as the Eddie Jones poo poo platter yeah 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 he uh 
Yeah, he did have his moments, though, right? He, yeah. He had his moments where he was pretty damn good, but there's a lot of people that fall into that category. Would you say, let me throw this out to you, in comparison to Gilbert Arenas, oh. who would you take? Oh. Agent Zero or Eddie Jones? Great. If you were to take a, if you were to take a team right now, a draft, oh. a shooting guard, indoor slash swing, whatever you wanted to call those two, because... Arenas technically was a point guard at one point yes. in his career, but let's be honest. That's a great he was, one. He was, he was built to be a two. And, that is uh, such a good who, one. Who would you take? Who Here's, would you take? I'm going to give Arenas, you a long a, a long Gilbert. story to the to the answer. I'm taking Eddie Jones. I think Gilbert Arenas is a much better offensive player. But I know from Keon Dooling was at the NCAA Academy where we were at, and he was cool enough to sit down and tell NBA stories to all of us coaches. He said one of his number one mentors, like guy that taught him how to be a pro off the court, which you know I care about, right, was Eddie Jones. So I'm going to take, because you said team, I'm drafting a team, and I'm choosing between a mentor and a gun wielder. Right? So I'm going to take Eddie Jones, but I love the Gilbert Arenas. He can shoot it, though. Yeah. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. I love the Gilbert Arenas one. Is that is that your first one on the table? I, it, it was not. It's not because I, I just threw out Gilbert Arenas because in my mind, in comparison, the similar era to a certain extent, and I think there's a lot of people out there that would throw Gilbert Arenas into this conversation. Yes, uh, I just felt like he was he was a guy that uh, for a while there there was people talking about he was going to be an all time great, right? And then just fell off the map like it was nobody's business as soon as he decided to bring guns in the locker room. I guess. I don't know. I'm sure there was another point over the course of his career that, or something else that factored into that, but uh, the guns in the locker room is kind of going to haunt him for the rest of his time. Uh, I'll, I'll go uh, stick with basketball and um, a guy that I still rock his jersey at, at a majority of my pig roast. Uh <laughs> This guy will, is is got to be an all time great college basketball player, although he only played one year. Um, Georgia Tech. Oh yeah, lefty Kenny Anderson. That's such uh, a good one. And you have the Nets jersey, don't you? I have the Nets jersey. I have a Nets jersey that I got in like sixth grade. That uh, at the time in Montana, Kenny Anderson was not a well known commodity in Montana. Oh yeah, no way. <laughs> but because. Because we were basketball junkies, I found him, fell in love with him, and that was my guy. Even though his his pro career started off pretty good, he's a nut. Yeah, I know, I know this because he was on Superstars Two, Volume Two. Right? <laughs> and if, if you if you are on Superstars Volume Two, you must have done something right over the course of your NBA career. So I know he started off hot, and then. He married the chick from uh, the real world. Yes, that and, was her. T- yes, that that was the downfall of, of Kenny oh, Anderson, in my opinion. And, and so he's still doing good things. He's on. I'm following him on Twitter now, and so he's he's still out there. He's still relevant, but just as uh, in my mind, he's a Hall of Famer that will never even sniff the Hall of Fame. Hey, so this is amazing. He 94 All Star. Okay, mm-hmm. he played for four. Would you have guessed? Either of you that he played years. 14 years in the league? No. 14 years for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine teams. Okay. And he has, he was married, like you said, Kane, 
to uh what's her name from the real world uh tammy uh, was it tammy uh, i can't remember the name off the top of my head and he was also has a, a daughter with spinderella from salt and pepper oh no way it's unbelievable Unbel- wow. Kenny Anderson, that's a great one. That is a, he because everybody. If you got Kenny Anderson on your team in the late nineties, you're like, okay, that might work. Yeah. And then he'd give you seven and three, and then you'd be like, yeah, okay, that, that don't work. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> that, that ain't it. Oh, that's. I was gonna go back real quick, Martino. You let you talk a little bit about Arenas too. Now, Kane, your comparison to Eddie Jones with Arenas is perfect. Both three time yeah. All Stars, both got a couple NBA. Th- all NBA third teams, okay, uh, but both even in college were kind of overshadowed by their teammate. So Eddie Jones with Aaron McKee, and then Arenas was with Luke Walton and in um, that team that lost to Duke in the title game. But I always thought Arenas was the better one. Walton, Jason Gardner, that team, and Michael Wright, Lorenzen Wright. Oh, I mean, yeah. Lauren Woods. I'm sorry, Lauren Woods. And Martino, he was he made his mark with the Warriors first. Yeah. And Eric Musselman, I think, was the head coach at the time. Because he, he uh, second-round draft pick for them, yeah? Yeah, and then they couldn't. They, they, there's a new rule in place because of the Gilbert Arenas rule, right? For, because the Warriors couldn't afford to resign him. He was so good that they, they he was, I don't know what Washington ended. Did he go straight to Washington from the Warriors? Yes. I think he did. Yes. They gave him a boatload of money. The Warriors had no, had no way to do it. Yeah, they gave him six years, sixty million. Yeah, the Warriors couldn't have done that. They would have broken the cap. So there's some new rule in place for second round pick uh, because of him, I believe. I, I'm not doing my research on that, but I think there's a, a rule in place. Yeah, but they had they had uh, he he almost made my list because uh, that's when I thought they were going to be good. I was high on Eric Musselman. They had Jason Richardson. And then Gilbert Arenas as a tough backcourt, and then it just disappeared. He yes. averaged 29 points a game in 06. 29. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But remember, they always kept losing to the to LeBron. The Wizards lost like two years straight to LeBron in the first round. Mm-hmm. And Deshaun yeah. Stevenson kept talking shit to LeBron like an idiot. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, Martino, you're up. So Kane had Kenny Anderson. Great one. Eddie Jones, Gilbert Arenas, what do you got? Well, if I stay basketball, my my the best basketball one in in uh, this millennium uh, I came up with was uh, Baron Davis. Okay, okay. Ooh. Now, he might be. I thought maybe at the time he might be too good, but he's probably in the same ilk as, you, as your guys that we've thrown out there so far. Yeah, two time yeah. NBA All Star, one All NBA third team. Uh, yep. two-time NBA steals yep. leader, and the Matt. What was that team called? The we I believe we believe team or we what? believe. Yeah, that's why it is right. Yeah, and probably should have beat. Uh, who was it next? Utah. Yeah, yeah. Utah next. Yes, and I remember Kip, Kip sending me a text because Stephen Jackson lost his mind and got off in one of those games. Yes, and Kip texted me or something. Here, your boy S. Jack just blew the attack because the Warriors had a chance. They could have gone up two nothing or something. Yes, in yes. Two one. Uh, anyway, uh, no, and, and, and they lost. So he, 2007 was that year they beat the uh, the Mavericks, and he was, and they got him for Speedy Claxton. Like they traded nothing to get him. The, the, the Hornets just wanted to dump him. Um, and uh, Speedy Claxton. He was fantastic. And 
that's why he had that dunk against uh, Carol Legdahl yes. in that series, I think. Yes, yes he averaged yes. 25, 6, and 6, 5, and 3 in those two series. Wow. Yeah, he was unreal. That is... He just got fat, and I think <laughs> the next year, the Warriors, Don Nelson blew the whole team up, and it, I didn't care. I thought they still had a chance because they still had fat Aaron, and, and he was a free agent. And I wanted him to come back and pay him whatever he wanted. No, they let him go to the Clippers, and we replaced him with Corey McGetty. Oh. But Baron, that, yeah, that was basically... Was Baron popular in the Bay? Did the Warriors fans no, after that series? Everybody on that team was. Stephen Jackson, mainly he and Stephen Jackson, but they had Matt Barnes. Uh, what was the was big cool. guy that couldn't make free throws for that team? Yeah, Andres Biedrins. <laughs> but in that season... You look him up, he was a, I guarantee he was a double-double. He was like 15 and 14 or something like that that year. Yeah, yeah. Because he just, they, Barron would penetrate and dump it. Like, he, he could score once he caught it underneath. He just didn't want to get fouled. Once they started fouling him on purpose, it was a disaster. Baron Davis, uh, I still remember one of the most athletic people ever, and I'm and I was convinced yes. of it, even you know watching the dunks. But remember when he blew out his knee because he landed from how yes. high he dunked oh, it against Michigan God. in the tournament, and that's yes. when he, he was like, "What happened? Oh, he just landed. He was so high. <laughs> he just landed. Humans aren't supposed to be that high." Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> That is a great one. First sidebar, Martino, I love that, Baron Davis. But that makes me think of a college basketball player. That Michigan team they beat, that I had two of them on that team that I was irrationally loyal to, Lewis Bullock and Macy O'Baston. Louis Bullock, I don't know if he ever made it to the league, but I thought those guys, that's that's the new Fab Five. Lewis Bullock, Macy O'Baston. They had a little white guy, Robbie Reed or something. Yeah, Lewis Bullock. Uh, he never made the league. He played in Muller, Verona, and Olympia, Milano, all over, all Euro. But I thought he was amazing at Michigan. Him and Macy O'Baston. You, you could go on and on as far as college all-stars. My list included, for example, Todd Day from Arkansas. Oh, so good. Uh, remember, remember Todd Day and Lee Mayberry, how he, good that squad was? We wanted uh, them to beat UNLV. We were all about the yes. Razorbacks beating them. Yes, and then speaking of the Razorbacks, remember Scotty Thurman? Oh, with the T-shirt? <laughs> yes. Yes. Scotty Thurman, and they had this little, uh, who was the little shooter? Oh, Dillard. Like Ste- Alex Dillard, yes. Dillard, we loved him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dillard, okay. Then go to uh, UNLV with uh, Larry Johnson, Stacey Ogman. Uh, but our, the best guy was Anderson Hunt. Oh, yes. And he uh, never made the league. No. I was a big Gerald Patio guy. Anybody remember Gerald Patio was on that team? Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. and he could he could shoot it. I'm trying to figure out. If, uh, he did play in the NBA a little bit. He, I remember yeah. him being able to shoot it. I love that UNLV team. Ah, oh, so much fun. Hey, and Kane. About, uh, Dillard was no known team. as Three uh, D Dillard, and has the <laughs> Southeast the SEC record for three pointers in a game with twelve. <laughs> He was something else. <laughs> never sniffed an NBA court. No, not, not one time. Close. No, he but was a, he was ten years too before his time. Exactly, had a super range, stupid range. I guarantee <laughs> he was lighting up a city league somewhere right now. I guarantee it. God, I love that team. Three hundred pounds is lighting people up from distance. Still, that's so but, good. I mean, you could go on and on, man. With with as far as the college all stars that. 
didn't even sniff the NBA. I had this one on my list. Terrence Wrencher, Texas. Loved him. Oh, my gosh. You are pulling people. So many crossovers, Coach Martino, for nothing. So many of them. <laughs> but we loved him. We loved him. Speaking of crossovers, oh, God you're... Sham got Yes! Him. Oh, boy. God Sham God is a legend to this day. Yes. <laughs> And who did they beat? Didn't they beat somebody? They beat somebody. They beat Duke, maybe? I thought they beat Duke, yes. I thought it was that. Pretty sure it was Duke. And they lost in Elite Eight, but Sham got at 23-5 and against Bibby. Yeah. And he was with Austin Crochet. Oh, that's such a good one, Kane. (laughs) I love Austin Crochet. Oh. And somehow, so Crochet made it in the league. Yeah. Had had an NBA career, but God, Sham got... Maybe one or two years. I don't even know. I'm sure he was like Kenny and probably bounced around for years. We just never saw him because he was on the bench. Right, right. Oh, that's such a good. He's on. He was on Providence staff in from 12 to 15. What about that? Like God, what do you got today? I got handles, coach. I'll coach the handles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Okay, I'm gonna switch the sport. I'm gonna switch the sport real quick. I'm gonna go to football. And, Kane, you know about this one, too, with me. I still wear the jersey. Uh, I was more than willing to overlook the fact that he could not cover anyone as a safety because Roy Williams for the Cowboys via Oklahoma was coming down in the box and laying wood on somebody. And if he couldn't hit you square, he would grab you by the horse collar He's the reason for the horse collar rule because he was not quite fast enough to get angles. So he'd just jump on your fucking back. And he broke T.O.'s leg. That's who broke T.O.'s leg for the Eagles was Roy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Roy had five straight Pro Bowls and when the league was still like, let's go fucking heavy, two wideouts, and you got to have a safety in the box, right? So Roy was a, oh, yeah. the man. People had arguments. Oh, yeah. This is no joke. I would argue with people of Roy versus Ed Reed, and I was literally all about Roy Williams. That's how ridiculous it was. And then the league was like, you know what? We can put three receivers out there. And then Roy was like, oh, shit. And <laughs> I am I'm done. Good Lord. And then Darren Woodson retired, so he didn't have Darren Woodson making the calls. So Roy, I'm telling you, his last Pro Bowl was 07. He was out of the league in 09. Done. <laughs> so good. Uh, another guy that uh, didn't he marry one of the um, Destiny Child? He was and, with uh, Kelly Rowland. Wow. Yeah, I think they were engaged. Yeah, that's right. Yep. He was engaged yep. for two years, and somehow it never happened. Never happened for him. <laughs> he used to wear the cane. Remember, he used to wear the long, loose white sleeves underneath his jersey. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he was one of the first to, to rock the loose long sleeves. And yep. it drove me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely drove me nuts. A picture on Wikipedia is exactly that. That's yes. Exactly that. <laughs> yep. He might be most I famous for yes jumping over the fullback of the Texas Longhorns and sacking Chris Sims. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Roy Williams in a version of football would have been a Hall of Famer. Then they remembered they could throw it forward. And uh, you know who always got behind him too? Santana Moss was always five yards behind Roy Williams. Every possession against the Redskins. 
Go ahead, football, you guys. I've always hated the Cowboys, but I, I followed that guy because he went to high school a block away, or a, a town away, I guess, from where yeah. I grew up. Yeah, he's a big so, guy. Yeah. I followed him. I don't remember getting beat by Santana Moss like you do, but like a drum, being good. like <laughs> a drum. Keep going. Who's up? I'll uh, yeah, I'll, I'll jump on it and and talk about uh, a couple guys from the old Chicago Bears. And yeah, um, I'm the same same thing. I've I've got I think I've got the only jersey of this guy that, that's still in existence. Um, was unfortunate, not unfortunate, but he had to uh, follow in the footsteps of one Walter Payton. Oh, and as yes. soon as Payton was done, this was the replacement for Payton for the Bears for a long time. Uh, one Neil Anderson. You love oh, wow. Neil. You loved I him. I love some Neil Anderson, man. I still <laughs> rock the Neil Anderson jersey. And this guy used to rock that big old mouthpiece. That, that's actually now relatively popular, popular again. The old pacifier mouthpiece. Yes. And, yeah. Um, was that I think Neil Anderson, if he was in today's era, would be a fantasy football number one draft pick guy because he was he was a, a really good as far as obviously just downhill north south runner, but was great out of the backfield catching the ball. Uh, just a, a matchup nightmare for the linebackers out in coverage. And, and like I said, he just missed an era. He missed his era. If he was in today's yeah. era, he would be a. a Bonafide Hall of Famer, and I'll argue that uh, for as long <laughs> as possible. And uh, no one else will probably be wow. with me in that on that on that train. But you know what, Neil Anderson it was a hell of a was a hell of a player for us, and um, is going to go down in in my book as uh, as a Hall of Famer for the Bears. I love it. Uh, he was on one of the Tecmo Bowls, wasn't he? Instead of Peyton, What's that? wasn't he on one of the Tecmo Bowls instead of Peyton? Yeah. Super technical. And you gave him a lot of carries. A lot. Yeah, I, I gave Neil all sorts of carries for a long time, man. All the way up <laughs> until uh, old Neil was done. Look at his numbers from 88 to 90. He was unreal. Yeah, I'm telling you. Neil Anderson Over a thousand rushing and, and about 400 receiving. That's unreal. I'm telling you. He was, a, he was way before his time. Who was his quarterback? Oh, so uh, many people. No, we didn't have a quarterback back then. We played without one. <laughs> <laughs> it was Tom so Zach. <laughs> yeah, that Tom Zach. It was Tom Zach. So yeah. That's how bad uh, we were. That is awesome. Martino, what do you got? Uh, I got two on both ends of the spectrum. I got one that's a player that's too good, and I got one that's a player you probably don't, you guys won't even remember play. So, the, the one you won't remember, well, maybe you will. You two nerds. Uh, <laughs> R- Ronaldo Nehemiah. Oh, was name. that the track guy that played for the Niners? Yes. He played three seasons. I had to look him up. I remember loving him, but see, I was a, like, a, you guys weren't born. So I was a freshman in high school. <laughs> I loved him, but he, he, I don't even know why I loved him. He had like 40 receptions in three years. But Did he just he run, goes, straight goes? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he would drop it. He would get behind everybody. <laughs> drop it. Or get just crushed. I remember him getting destroyed on a couple plays. Anyway, I just I wanted to be on every play. Yeah. And, and, and we had Jerry Rice. So I guess they kept throwing to him for some reason. But I, wanted, I wanted Ronaldo out there all the time. Uh, so that's my that's irrational, but he was behind the defense every time. But he he dropped many. 
Okay. Ooh, that's a big. Okay, go uh, expand on this. I mean, he's a, he's a Hall of Famer, so I mean, that's kind of a random one. Right. But I was the only guy in the Bay rooting for Montana to sit down. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I almost got kicked out of my family by multiple people. Yeah, was, <laughs> yeah I, I don't know why. Well, he's left-handed. That helped me. But uh, I just love the way he ran. He just ran. Because you never saw it back then. You never right. saw good quarterbacks that could run. And that was mm-hmm. complete opposite of Montana. I'm trying to think of another, like, you know, quarterback kind of controversy that played out well for both, like everybody was right, like Mar- like this uh, one, you know, where Steve Young is a Hall of Famer, Joe Montana is a yeah. Hall of Famer, but in the middle of it, people would have argued, like one of them, you know, they would have said, now Steve Young is not going to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah, right. Brett, Brett Farr and... Oh, Rogers. Rogers, there you go. Oh. Yeah, yep. that's a really good one. That is a That's really good closest. one. Blood, you got Bledsoe and Brady, but I don't think Bledsoe is probably in the same, obviously in the same category as the as the other two mentioned. Right. Uh, but that was a that was a controversy for a little bit, and then yeah, obviously when Bledsoe went down, that was the birth of Tom Brady. Yeah. No one, I don't think there was anyone at the time saying put Tom Brady in. Right. No but, way. Uh, now, in hindsight, I'm sure everybody is really happy that they drafted him or yeah drafted him in the sixth or seventh round whatever the hell it was right. hey by the way guys i just looked up a youtube clip of neil anderson this guy he's <laughs> <laughs> something i tell you what yeah, we, we could use him right now <laughs> neil anderson i've got a college football one i've got no i don't it's I basically, I believed irrational, because ah, Todd Light had a pretty good career. I wouldn't call him a Hall of Famer, right? Anybody yeah. from Notre Dame that had a little, I'm going to go this. I'm going to go Rocket Ismail, because Rocket go. was amazing at go. Notre Dame. Okay. But yep. in the, you know, then he went to Toronto, and then by the time he got back in the pros, like the Cowboys had him, and for I think a year, he was a 1,000-yard receiver. I'm going to look it up. Yep. But I always and I always believed in Rocket over you know a lot of other people thinking about like what what he could do, who he could be. And then I was super pissed off. This is later post when he when he was done playing that they remember Rocket was on game day before Desmond Howard, and they booted my man Rocket. I think once again they made the right play. <laughs> Obviously, he was on game day 03 to 04, and then they booted him for Desmond. And now he's stuck on pros versus Joes in FSN Southwest. <laughs> he had two thousand yard years. Yeah, he had yeah. yeah. He had a decent pro career with Aikman. He actually like was a deep threat for Aikman before Aikman got concussed out of the league. The Cowboys yeah. loved to have little fast guys. They had Galloway, and then they had Rocket, and that they were just too little to really be good at anything. Terry Glenn did this for us. They'd run in every third game. They'd catch an eighty-yarder, and you'd be like, "Woo! That's why we have them." <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna go with Rocket. I'm definitely Rock, going Rocket. Rocket was damn good in college, though, man. That guy is 
same thing. If you turn on his YouTube highlights, that, that guy is, was pretty damn phenomenal. He didn't win uh, the Heisman. Fucking Detmer won the Heisman. And, well, really? the other guy that I'm sure that you, you could put him up there as far as a rational fandom. Yeah. Um, although Heisman showed at the time, he was college football. He was dominating college football as far as statistically. And, right. Um, so that reminds me of the Rocket Ismail. That, that those are good. Those are there's some really good college football players. Some of the college basketball that you could throw out there. But um, the guy that I always felt that right now I think we could use him as the Bears quarterback, <laughs> um, Charlie Charlie Ward. If I could go back in time, oh, and oh, that's take a Charlie great Ward one from Florida State and put him onto the Bears right now. In my mind, he'd be freaking awesome. He'd be doing exactly what a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL are doing now, um, but decided to go have a long career in the NBA and, and probably really be healthy because of it. That's awesome. But Charlie Ward, I was a huge fan of Charlie Ward. Yeah, I love Charlie, except for when he played the Irish. Yeah. But he was, yeah. he had the, he, the, His whole Florida State team rocked the ankle socks. Yeah. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, great call. And on that same team... Uh, I think he was just a freshman at the time, but then ended up being having a hell of a career over the course of time. But didn't I mean he was good and I kept with the fandom part of it, Warwick Dunn. Oh Warwick Dunn yes. was really, really good. I had his Florida State jersey as well, still do. And he had a good NFL career, but yeah. similar to Neil Anderson, he was probably before his time where he'd be a, a great fantasy football guy right now. Um, Did he get a ring with them when they won it? Was he on the team with Tampa Bay, or was he already gone? I I don't know for for a fact on that one. I I think he was gone at the time. Oh, because he was with Allstott, right? Yeah, yep. Him and Allstott were kind of that thunder-lightning combination for a while. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's a good one. By the way, guys, the Neil Anderson highlight film is still running. (laughs) I've got to look for it. It's still going. It's a, it's phenomenal. That's, a, that's unbelievable. Uh, Neil Anderson. So, Kane, are we making the argument, basically, that if Neil Anderson hadn't followed Walter Payton, he'd be much great. Just the timing. He got screwed in the timing. Yeah, it's bad timing, man. It's all timing. It's all timing. Guy is, <laughs> he, he did. He had to play with – he had Tom Zach and Harbaugh were the two he had Harbaugh's. Yeah. Uh, that he had to deal with. And, and when, did, um, when did Peyton retire? When did he go away? Uh, I want to say 86, 87, somewhere in there. Because okay. so the 85, yeah. when they won it, it was kind of the latter part of his career. He right. lost a couple more, and then they implemented Neil after that. So, yeah, so 87, 87, he just had 129 carries, but 88 is when he started going nuts. Yeah. Yep, wow. that's when it. That was when he popped on the scene, and that's when you know I, I was still relatively young at the time, and so I was very impressionable. Yeah, <laughs> you know, a, a Bears fan, that was the guy. So they, I mean, they, for crying out loud, the Bears had Mike Tomzak, Jim Harbaugh. They're throwing out to Tom Waddle. Oh. <laughs> Tom Waddle was your dude. You loved you some Tom Waddle. Waddle, man. Billy Bates concussed him in the playoffs, and I've never seen you so angry. So angry. No, yeah. Bill Bates, to this day, I still can't stand because of that. 
Martino, you got any more in the college ranks before we go to baseball? Um, there's got to be some. What was uh, I was thinking when you guys started mentioning Heisman Trophy winners that didn't get? Well, who are some Heisman Trophy quarterbacks that never made it? Andre Ware. <laughs> never made it. Andre uh, Ware. College football guy. Hey, hey here's <laughs> Gino Torino. Oh God, you oh, love Gino. Oh. Because I was, a, I was a, I'm a U fan, which is weird, right? I just went off on uh, Warwick Dunn, Charlie Ward, Florida State. That's how, that's how much I like those guys. They had me actually rooting for Florida State despite my connection with the University of Miami. But I'm still pissed they didn't recruit me. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so Gino Serena was probably the worst Heisman Trophy winner in the history of the Heisman Trophy. And I'll, I'll say that as a, as a U fan. But he was throwing to a guy that, oh, that made my list, Lamar Stringbean Thomas. You freaking love Lamar oh. Thomas. <laughs> I loved Lamar Stringbean Thomas, number 36, rock 36 out at wideout. And he, he goes down in U of M, uh, the U history, for against Alabama in the championship game. When he got hawked from behind, yes, and literally had the ball ripped from him on his way to the end zone, and they they went the other way with it. I forgot that the DB's name Antonio. Oh god, uh, gosh dang it! But he's yeah. a really good player in his own right, right? But hawked him from like twenty yards down, took the ball from him, and I was in tears. Yes, you were. <laughs> you absolutely. That game was maybe one of the most devastating losses I've seen you take. Oh, it was terrible. It, to this day, so I remember this. This is an odd story, but it's, it, it's burned into my memory. So that night, they got just crushed. Oh, George right? Teague. George Teague got him. George Teague. George Teague. There you go. Oh, wow. But Antonio Langham, I think, was another DB yeah. on that Alabama team. Anyway, so they, they just rocked Gino Toretta's world that day. And um, I had got for Christmas a Miami Hurricane starter jacket, right? And it was awesome. And I couldn't wait to wear it the next day to school, elementary school, which was the first day back from the long Christmas break. <laughs> and so I rock this thing, and I roll into my buddy's house, uh, Brian Rhodes, and I go into his house that morning before school, and his dad, Joe Rhodes, decides to say something to me about that game the <laughs> night before. Oh, boy. And I literally almost started crying and almost told mom that I didn't want to go to school that day. <laughs> I was so upset about the Hurricanes just getting absolutely destroyed by the dang tide. And oh, then my yeah. buddy's dad calling me out for wearing the coat the next day. Oh, I love Lamar Thomas one. That's such a good one. Such a good one. Uh, Martino, baseball, lead us off. <laughs> I'm not as versed in multi-teams. I was a big baseball card guy, so I know a lot of the yes. 70s and stuff. Yes, the baseball cards. I'm all in on uh, San Francisco Giants. And yeah. I, was, I was telling Kip on the text, I just got, they were so shitty when I was a kid <laughs> that I get excited in April, and by April 20th, I'm like, hey, everybody sucks. I <laughs> one guy, I was high on multiple people, and they just, fizzled right away and I gave up. Um, the guy who gets a lot of crap now that I've been on his side, but he's starting to wear out because they suck again. His brand is Bell. Okay. And, okay. and he, uh, I don't know. He gets a lot, he 
ripped by a lot of people down there because he looks to draw walks all the time. And he's the first baseman, and he has never hit 20 home runs and that kind of crap. Yeah. But he's got two, he's got two World Series rings um, by himself. I mean, two of the three, he was part of the team. Yeah. A lot to do with multiple wins. But I still, and now I want to kill him. So <laughs> it, 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 I don't even know if I want to keep him on this list. Like, I was all in on him early when everybody was ripping him, even when he first came up. But I got, his numbers are nothing. You look at his numbers, that's probably the reason why everybody hates him. But I always had a fondness for left-handers, as I already said once. And he mm-hmm. played first base. And he's just, and you kept hearing about great things when he was cut up. Anyway, it's very San Francisco-related. But that's my number was one. Was there like a Hunter Pence-Brandon Belt debate? Or was there like, you know what I mean? Like from that Crawford or him or people like, if, what was that like? Because I hate them all, being a Dodgers fan. You know. I, I know you do. Uh, no, it was just he never did enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was fine. If you look at his numbers, his numbers are fine. And it earned him a big contract. He's getting paid boatloads now. But he's no good. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's not producing what he was producing. He's yet. just, the problem so, is he's no good. So, uh, <laughs> they were average numbers, but that ballpark's impossible to hit if you're a left-hander because it's supposedly that bench looks super short in right field. And you think you can just flip it back there, but the wind's blowing in, and the ball doesn't go out. And people get left-handers get pissed off all the time. And he'd walk off with with uh, the Giants announcer called the Gumby shoulders. You guys know Gumby. <laughs> the day. He'd, he'd, he'd strike out looking, or he'd pop out deep to right, and he'd just drop his shoulders and wander back to the bench <laughs> like someone stole his teddy bear. <laughs> that kind of look at everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Uh, and he's fine. He played in all those. He played in those two World Series. He was the only one that was playing first base. He's a good fielder, but and I was all in on him. But I've about had it with him, and I haven't been able to come up. And, and it's been driving me nuts for two days. Why I can't come up with another good baseball? What, okay, where did you um, land on back in the day? Kane and I were watching baseball, not like enthralled with it. But where'd you land on the Brett Butler, Robbie Thompson era? Did you? <sighs> Brett Butler ended up finishing up with the Dodgers. Yeah. Dribbling balls. Was to, yeah. He was, yeah, he was. He was, he was everywhere. <laughs> There's Brett. He dribbled one up the center field gap. There he is. He got a single. What, Kip, what was your line from your buddy about Robbie Thompson? <laughs> oh, that Robbie Thompson's killed more more giant seasons in the Corona Will Bay area, people? What <laughs> 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 uh, what? What about what about Will the Thrill Clark? Yeah, uh, my favorite player. Uh oh, that's my favorite player. I, I think he should still be in the World Series. He he retired too early. No, I used yeah. That's my that's my all time favorite player. He was fantastic. Did he yes. play with Kevin Mitchell? Was that when they yeah. were with? Oh yeah, yeah, and Robbie Thompson. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and, and Brett Butler. And Brett Butler. <laughs> I had Kane. I told Martino earlier. One of mine irrational fandoms in baseball was when the Dodgers traded for Eric Davis, and they had Strawberry at the time, and it yes. was going to be oh, okay. This is we're going to go. Yeah, they're going to go. We're going to take this thing. Ninety two, ninety three Dodgers. I don't think they even yep. made the goddamn playoffs. Yep, that, that was, that's 
was my choice. My number one guy was Daryl Strawberry from this list. Yep. That was and I, a good one. He was by far the... I have every one of his base... Not every one, obviously not every one of his baseball cards, but I have an entire page front and back of just his cards. And that was my guy, man. I was a Mets fan because of him. And yep. the whole when he ended up with the Dodgers, I became a Dodgers fan. And, um, you know, that whole cocaine thing and yep. drug thing, I became a big cocaine fan for a while. Because, you know, <laughs> so, I mean, talk about irrational fandom, you know, when you're, you're doing that stuff because your best favorite baseball player is doing it. I hope, I, hopefully everyone's thinking about the sarcasm there. That's fantastic. But, um, he, you know. played, he played one year for the Giants in 94, yep. the strike season. And I remember when they announced it and they made a special jersey for him with the short sleeves. Remember how he had those sleeves? <laughs> yes, all yes, yes. Specially tailored so they would be <laughs> shorter than short. Yes. Uh, the yes. Dodgers with Eric Davis and uh, Daryl Strawberry in 92. They'll give yep. you uh, 63 and 99. They'll do that for you. 63 <laughs> and 99. They had the outfield of dreams. Are you ready for this group? This is unbelievable. Yes. Are you guys ready? Yes. Eric yep. Davis, Daryl Strawberry. Can you name the center fielder? Please, please do it. Yep. Yep. Hold on. Oh, this is it's gonna drive me nuts. But I know outfield of dreams. Brett Butler. Brett Butler. <laughs> yes. The lineup. Was Butler, Ed, and Strawberry, and they won 63 goddamn games. I don't know. Apparently, uh, nobody. He was on my list. He's on my list. He's on my list of irrational fandom. I always thought he was the better Martinez brother. <laughs> oh. Okay, in the year. A young Piazza coming up with that team, too? Yes. Oh, he was 93. He was 93. was I know. 93, Piazza's Rookie of the Year. 91, oh, when it was just Strawberry by himself, they lost by a game to the Braves, and there was uh, no wild card. They lost by right. a game, and they I remember that series in Atlanta, and it was uh, it was the heyday of those goddamn Braves teams. Somehow the Atlanta Braves yeah. are in the NL West. They yeah. traded, they got McGriff in the middle of that year. Yep. I, Kane, you loved Ron Gant, yeah. Kane John. Ron Gant oh, was your guy. Ron Gant. <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie Gant. David Justice. Yes. Oh, my God. This, that, I, I remember that this This was when I followed baseball. Like, the 90s, I loved baseball. I used to follow it because they had the, the you had RBI baseball and you had uh, baseball star. You had a bunch of video games that you could – I, you followed these guys, and everybody yeah. stayed on the not stayed on the same team, but right. you felt like they did, right? Like the yeah. Twins yeah. always had. You had Kirby Puckett with the Twins. Yeah, you had uh, the the entire Braves roster that you knew because you hated them yeah. so much. You yeah, Bonilla and Bonds over in Pittsburgh. Yeah, you had, you had obviously um, Griffey coming up with the Mariners. Yeah, but it was a to me that was fun time of baseball. Yeah, because you, you had guys on every team that you knew. Now I have no idea who's playing for who, who, who yeah. is who. It, it's crazy, man. Just, uh, Any other baseball ones, Martino? Uh, no, I got no other good baseball ones. The about, somebody sent about, me for your Giants, Rick Rushel. Rick Rushel. Uh, <laughs> he got a little work. 
big fat tub of goo. <laughs> <laughs> he was on that Brett Butler team in '89, the year they went to the World Series and, and uh, lost to the they beat the crap out of them in the Earthquake World Series. Yeah, Russell, yeah. Russell was their best pitcher. He, that's not a bad one because he only played twenty something years. That guy as a big fat tub of goo. <laughs> <laughs> But he was athletic, he could hit, he was like, remember LeVon Hernandez? Yes. Kind of fat guy that yes. That was athletic, he could always yeah. field his position, he was one of those guys, like a uh, fat athlete. Kane, I got one more random category, because I have irrational loyalty to this movie, even though I know it's terrible. Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern. It's a terrible movie, and I love it. Yeah, because you're the biggest Green Lantern fan in the history. Yeah. Like, Maybe I should just say Green Lantern. Nobody else thinks Green Lantern's a badass. I've been arguing for years. He's the best powerful thing in the world. <laughs> I know you have been. So, wait a minute. So, let's get to it. So, you're saying Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is your fandom? Uh, no, I, th- well, I think... Green Lantern your fandom? I think that you're ra- it's the Green Lantern loyalty, Coach. It's Green Lantern, okay. the comic character uh, in that, general. That's, that's okay. That, that brings up a great point, though, as far as actors. Like, you have a fandom, irrational fandom towards certain actors. And yes. no matter what movie they have, great call. Or the great call. Of how terrible that movie was, yep. you're still like, no, nah, that was good. That was really good. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern thing is probably a combination. Yes. Ryan Reynolds, I, I enjoy his stuff for the most part. Right. Um, but that was a terrible movie. Oh my I god, it was that. so bad. It had a they, the bad guy was a floating cloud. It was a floating cloud. <laughs> that was terrible. It was terrible. But you had Ryan Reynolds. And you had just just the fact that it was Green Lantern, and then you throw in Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds' yep. wife, and you're going, okay, I can yeah. deal with this movie. I can I can make it through this movie. Yeah. But is right. there anybody else actor wise that that you feel like I'll watch anything of this dude and or hers in I will enjoy it. I used to say Will Smith to that, but I don't think it counts anymore. <laughs> I was going to say Will Smith too because, yeah. It, I, I, when was the, what was the last good movie of Will Smith? I Am Legend. The, 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 I hear because I, I haven't seen Bad Boys. Oh, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Nothing, nothing but good things. But yeah, I think Kane, you will because you were a Martin Lawrence fan. And still, you'll be disappointed. Black the Black yeah. Knight's a terrible show. <laughs> that was when I fell off the Martin Lawrence bandwagon was Black Knight. Martino, he got teleported to the Middle Ages. Martin Lawrence. No way. Yeah, he did. Oh, yes. I yes, he did. Yes, That's he did. a terrible movie. Oh, I loved his TV show. It's fantastic, though. Yes. Martin's, oh, it's one of the all-time most yeah. underrated TV Love shows it. ever. Hilarious. And Martin uh, was on fire at that point. Martin was Kevin yeah. Hart before Kevin Hart. Yes, Agreed. yes, for sure. I just saw one the other day, and Biggie Smalls was off, and it was hilarious. Oh, hilarious. I don't know how I found it the other day. It was fantastic. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Hey, I like I liked Will Smith in Bright on Netflix. That was good. Okay. Yep. Oh, I've seen that. Did you watch Gemini he Man? Because I didn't. He was good in concussion. I I have not yet to watch that one. I refuse to watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> Are we, wait, are we, are you guys, are you saying After Earth wasn't good? Is that what you guys are saying? Oh, my God. Uh, uh, yeah. My guy is, uh, 
before your time. Well, maybe not. My guy is Gene Hackman because of Hoosiers. Oh, Gene oh, Hackman's oh, great. Hackman's great. They, Gene yeah, Hackman, Will Smith in uh, what's that? What's the what's the show they did together? Uh, yeah, back when Will Smith was on fire. Um, yes. Um, enemy uh, of the state. Enemy, enemy of the enemy state. Of the state. Yep. Oh, great call. Yep. See, Gene I don't Hackman. know Hackman before Hoosiers. Everybody keeps telling me yeah, the yeah. French connection is really good. Yeah. Supposedly, he was great in was the last one I saw him in was Heartbreakers with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh God. My goodness. What is happening? Yeah. Hey, Martino, this is a guy that just saw Avengers last week. Don't we he doesn't that's care. All right. He's all, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. hey, he pulled he pulled Jennifer Love Hewitt out of his ass coronavirus. I'm telling you, Jennifer Love Hewitt's extremely underrated now. Party of five, let's go. Party of five. That's, that's a great one. That's <laughs> Telling you, you can't watch Heartbreakers and not feel like she's breaking your heart. Hey, Jennifer Love Hewitt was the inspiration for um, Girl on TV. Remember that show by LFO, this musical group LFO. <laughs> LFO, LFO, great one. Yep. Oh, okay, that reminds me. Yeah, I was thinking about this as you, uh, going through your text. Yeah. Right, and <laughs> I was trying to come up with comparisons as far as NBA players and whatnot, and, and but. It's just irrational fandom. Donnie Wood. Yeah, Danny. Danny Wood. Danny Wood. Danny Wood. Danny Wood. Oh, yeah. Everyone, so all these groups, right? There's this guys, the, the lead singers. You got, obviously, Timberlake. You had the freaking Jordan Knights. And these yep. guys, right. They got all the fandom. But I always felt like there was guys like. Oh, Danny I'm Wood. in. I'm all in. And we went Uh, to our grave fighting that, man. We went to our grave fighting that fight. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Um, Who's our guy? AJ from uh, Backstreet Boys. I was just about to say, I've always said AJ is the best Backstreet Boy. He's by far the best. It's not even a comparison. Never gets the hype that he should. Um, You just go on down the list, right? Yep. I got Michael Bivens. I got Michael Bivens. Nice. Velvet DeVoe, love it. That is so good. There's certain groups that you can just go, ah, man, that guy just doesn't get the the love that he deserves. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is as random trivia, and then it's useless for information. You know Danny Wood's best friend was in the 90s? Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Danny Wood. I'd like to see Halle Berry hang out with any of the other new kids. Yeah, we want to just connect this breakfast. Who was a teammate of Brett Butler? <laughs> <laughs> Brett Butler. Yeah, I bet he was. He's Cleveland. Yep. <laughs> it just is all connected. <laughs> all connected I think that's a great way to wrap it up, though. All, maybe that's an extension of the podcast. All the groups and the uh, underappreciated members of famous groups. Because Danny Wood, the, Danny Wood, AJ uh, McClain, All Stars. Yes. Because I only yes. listen to Backstreet songs that AJ's a part of. That's all. That's, that's, that's yeah. it. If he doesn't have a solo verse, I am out. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Zane guy for One Direction. Yeah. I'm all about Zane. Everybody loves yeah. Harry. Go F yourself, Harry. Okay. <laughs> I'm uh, all in. in who's, who's the other guy? I was always a uh, JC guy. guy. I was yeah. a JC guy. Exactly. Get out of here, exactly. Timberlake. And I like exactly. I like Kelly Rowland more than Beyonce. Call me crazy. Oh, oh, oh. 100% Kelly Rowland was big time. God, the beehive's no coming and, for uh, us now. Go back to the, 
uh, the Temptations, right? Yes. You had um, what's my guy with the, the high pitch? Everybody loved. Everybody loved Eddie Kendricks, and, right? Uh, no, that's who I'm talking about. Eddie was big time, but David Ruffin. Oh, you're Ruffin right. Was the guy? Oh, yeah. Singer, right? Yes. But Eddie was the guy, and then uh, who was the other guy? Paul. Paul. I always felt like Paul was extremely underrated. <laughs> <laughs> extremely underrated. That's so and good. Useless full information. Irrational fandom. Content reminder. The opinions expressed on today's episode are those of the hosts and guests alone and should not be viewed as reflective of the opinions of the institutions or employers of the hosts and guests.